Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all of the events from Wednesday, September 16th of 2020. And we are going to get started today with the Belgian royal family. Philippe had one event uh, for the entire Belgian family. Um, So he visited the new solar panel installation at Gavre Maritime's Tor and Taxis site. So I didn't do a whole lot of research on this, but going by the name, I would assume that this is a company that does like water tours, water taxis, things like that. That makes the most sense to me. Um, So their headquarters had these um, new solar panels installed that made their building 100% renewable, uh, powered on 100% renewable energy, um, which is fantastic. And these panels are also built by a company that hires refugees for their work. Um, so it gives them a sense of livelihood from the situation that they are leaving, whatever that may be. Um, so that's really, really cool. And with that, um, you know, this, this serves like a lot of different purposes, right? So it's a really cool thing that Philippe gave attention to today. Um, and like I said, that's the only thing on the agenda. It was a pretty light day, kind of boring day. Um, But overall, really good to um, see him doing this, promoting this kind of work. Um, So that was really, really cool. Um, And so that was what was going on in Belgium. There was no active covered events today in the British royal family. Um, There was a lot of spotlight put on the... Women's Institute, um, which is celebrating its 150th anniversary, but there was no public engagements from the five royals that I talk about. Um, So with that, we, and there was nothing also in Denmark, so there is a really couple of cool, exciting events tomorrow that I can't wait to talk about, Um, but there was nothing today, so we are going to jump right to the Netherlands. This morning, Willem Alexander had quite the agenda of official duties. Um, so he started off his day by swearing in the new commissioner of Nude Brabant, um, which is a province in the Netherlands. Um, and then he also oversaw or actually swore in two new Supreme Court justices. And then he received um, three new ambassadors to the Netherlands from Cyprus, Monaco, and Niger. Um, 
which is, as you all know, my favorite thing that a royal does. I don't know why. I also love state dinners, but I don't think we're going to get any of those this year. Just a guess. Um, and, or anymore. We've had, we had a, we had one, I think, this year. Um, but we're not going to get any more, is my safe assumption. Um, so right now I have, like, the swearing in of, or the credentials of new ambassadors. That's what gives me joy from these families sometimes. Um, so that was his morning. It was very, like, focused on official things. Um, and then Queen Maxima was present for the opening, so she opened, essentially, the new Zulplein Theater. Um, so she was there. So one, before I go into, like, what she did, one cool thing about this theater is the building also houses a, um... A branch of the library in Rotterdam so like it serves a lot of cool cultural purposes that I think are really cool um, so she, while she was there she was able to see some performances a song performance a dance performance and then little um, little snippets of uh, shows that are gonna be playing in the theater so like people were rehearsing, but also, like, performing this small bit for the Queen. Um, and then at the end of the tour and the performances, she and um, some of the leaders or leadership partook in a meeting about how COVID affected the operations for the theater, what the reopening has been like, um, in different ways that COVID has, of course, impacted every part of our life because... That's what COVID does. It impacts everything and changes so many things. Um, so she was able to talk to them about all of that. Um, so that was really cool. And then, so that was it for the Netherlands. It was kind of a marathon day, but there wasn't a whole lot to talk about with Willem Alexander's events because like they're official. I've talked about how many times about them, these monarchs receiving new ambassadors. I know it gets boring. I love it, but I know it gets boring. Um, so that was kind of the day. It was exciting, but not like, nothing compared to the excitement of yesterday. If you'll notice, I don't love today as much as I did yesterday. I still am like super pumped about some of the things that happened today, but this is not one of them. <laughs> you know, there was a high yesterday from the Netherlands and the, today it's just like, okay, cool. Glad to see you're working. Um, so that's it for the Dutch royal family. And we are now gonna go ahead and move on to Norway. On the second to last stop of the six county tour, uh, Crown Prince Akun and Crown Princess Metmart, again, were in Floro. Um, and the focus of their visit today was actually on like volunteering, volunteer organizations, um, different ways that this community has come together during the pandemic, and ways that it was, you know, kind of had its challenges, but also ways that it was able to 
work through those and find ways to be um, supportive and open during the pandemic in, in ways that everything has had to adapt. Um, so they started with a meeting with lots of different volunteer organizations. So um, things like youth sports are typically volunteer organizations. So they met with different organizations doing things like that kind of volunteerism. Um, and then after that, Akun split up and went to the Flight Project, which is like a teen development center. Um, so he, that is funded by the Crown Prince Couples Foundation. Um, so he was just catching up with them and like learning about how they handled the pandemic. Um, and what the teenagers that they're supporting went through during the pandemic and are going through now that it's, again, I, it's not over. I know it's not over, but like now that it's kind of going back to a new normal kind of life. Um, and then after that, this was my favorite event. So my favorite event of the day, possibly of the week. And reminder, this has already been a really great week. Um... But Akun visited an eSports like drop-in center um, that is completely volunteer run, pretty much volunteer paid for. Um, there has been some grants and stuff from the Norwegian government, um, but it provides state-of-the-art um, state-of-the-art equipment for eSports. So eSports are video games. Um, I would assume that's part of like the common vernacular now, but um, esports are video games and include like Call of Duty and things like that. But these are for teenagers, so a lot of what they focus on, I kid you not, is Fortnite. So Akun kind of like hung out with some of the teenagers and then played some Fortnite. At least I'm ninety five percent sure it was Fortnite. I don't know. I don't play video games. I'm a very like tech person but I don't do I don't do video games um I'm a Mario fan but that doesn't count um but like seriously it was my favorite thing he's on a gaming pc and he it looks like from the one picture it looks like he knew what he was doing it was so cool um so possibly my favorite event ever um at least this week is that Akun was playing Fortnite with some teenagers and seemed to be doing just fine. Um, so that was really great. And then the final thing that happened in the tour of Floro is the 100% electric boat. So Akun took like a, a test drive of this. Um, and this just like, there's this picture that the Norwegian Royal House posted and it's um, on the... Instagram for this podcast, which is daily or the daily Royal, um, is the handle on Instagram. So you can check out this picture, but this picture has like, it's so pretty. First of all, um, Norway is beautiful. So, I mean like this Scandinavia is beautiful, but like this was in Norway. So it has the Royal yacht. That is what Akun and Metamarit are traveling on right now. Um, and then it has this, you know, tiny electric powered boat. And then in the background, you see solar, or not solar, wind turbines that are providing 
power and energy from the wind. And it's just like a perfect showing of what happens if you can take care of your country and be really responsible with the resources. Because um, people hate wind tur- turbines because they're not really pretty. But like this one was so amazing. Like it just looks so picturesque even though it had wind turbines. Um, so that was the day in Floro. It was amazing. This has got to be possibly my favorite stop. Um, they have one more. So like I said, this is the final stop. Um, or this is the second to final stop. So they have one more tomorrow and then that'll be the end of the six county tour, um, which I have just really enjoyed. Um, so we might, you know, it's a little bit different than the Spanish Royal Tour, um, and it seems like it's going to play out differently than the Swedish Royal Tour coming up, but we might do a recap on Friday's episode, depending on the things that happen on Friday. Um, we might spend some time talking about it from there. Um, but yeah, so who knows what that's going to look like. I'm not sure yet. Um, But that is what was going on today in Norway. And so now we are going to move on to Spain. were in Aragon for the um, Aragon Herald, um, which is like a news agency. I don't think it's just a newspaper. I think it's like a multimedia news agency. Um, So they are celebrating their 125th anniversary this year. And then every year they hold um, Herald Awards for their organization. So this is pretty similar to, there's a a national newspaper um, in Spanish, it's ABC, but in English it's ABC. Um, And they hold awards every year as well. So the Herald um, had their award ceremony and 125th celebration all together today. And King Felipe and Queen Letizia presided over it. Um, So what happens at these, it's a pretty like, standard event um they show up they greet everybody they take their pictures um they unveil a plaque felipe unveils the plaque um and then they go in take their seat listen to a couple speeches go up on stage deliver the awards sit down um and then usually there will be like a a speaker on behalf of the winners um and then felipe will give a speech So I watched this thing. I didn't watch it live because I couldn't find it live. Um, Also, I was sleeping while it happened, which happens sometimes with these events. Um, And sometimes I choose to sleep through them. Um, Because I can watch them later. So I did watch it later. So all of that stuff happened. And then Felipe didn't get up and give a speech. And I was like, what is happening? Um, So someone else got up, gave a speech, and then announced 
and I'm sure this is not a surprise to Felipe and Letizia, but it was to me, that they had won an award for, um, so it was the 125th Herald Extraordinary Award. Um, that was given, of course, this year because it's the 125th anniversary, and it was given to both Felipe and Letizia for their um, commitment to the something of democracy in Spain. Um, kind of the birth. So background, I, I know I've talked about this, but I always like to say it again in case there's a new listener or you know, in case some of you are new, um, Spain has not been a functional constitutional monarchy for, um, or hadn't been until the 70s. I think it was 75. Um, Felipe's father, Juan Carlos, brought democracy to Spain um, after a pretty terrible dictatorship under Francisco Franco. Um, so Juan Carlos brought it and Felipe has ingrained in himself. I don't know how, but he has the strongest commitment to democracy I've seen of like any leader on the world stage. Um, and I think it's probably because like he saw that very differently than the rest of the world sees a transition. Um, I mean, there are two other people who saw that transition as well as Felipe did, three. Um, so I think it's really important. And then, so he was given this award for he and Letizia's commitment to continuing this democracy. Um, and then Felipe gave a speech. So he talked about the work of journalism and the good that it does for the continuation of democracy. Um, so that was that event. It was really cool. Um, Again, you know, I keep saying it, but, like, it's really great to see these almost return to normal events because we just haven't seen them in a really long time. Um, so it's really great when we do see them. Um, so really cool there. Um, and that was it for Spain today. Uh, pretty exciting. Oh, I guess. Okay, we'll talk about this because I've talked about it so far. Um, they did, Casa Real did share that Leonor tested negative for covid um, so she had to do, like, one of the rapid tests, and they released the results of those. They were negative. That's what I assumed on Monday when, you know, her parents were working and not in quarantine. But they officially made that known. So that is the end of that saga. Leonor will continue in quarantine for, I guess it's at this point, like, another week and a couple days, um, as recommended just by the the community of Madrid. So she'll stay in quarantine, but she's all good, which is great. And so that is the end of what was going on in Spain. And now we are gonna move on to Sweden. Today, King Carl Gustav um, held an audience with the 
president of the Swedish parliament. Um, and they were just talking about things going on in the Swedish parliament. So state of affairs, what the goals are, things like that. I can't, <laughs> this is awful. I can't remember if this was like a normal occurrence before the pandemic or not. So we'll find out as we go on through the rest of the year um, if this is like a weekly occurrence or a monthly occurrence or what. Um, because just last week they opened the Swedish parliament session. So I don't know. Stay tuned. Um, and then also today Prince Daniel visited the 2019 PEP school. So this is a school that has been honored by Generation PEP, um, which is an organization that Victoria and Daniel, I think, started or at least are heavily involved in, um, focused on access to physical activity for everybody, um, especially children and young people. Um, and so this school was named this, and I so get it. They offer, like, so many different kinds of physical activities that kids can partake in. They have a day dedicated to biking at your lunch hour. Um, so it's called Biking Wednesday. So that was today. Um, and they are able, these students are able to like rent, they use, they don't pay for, um, they use these mountain bikes and go biking on the trail during their like lunch time. So they eat lunch and then they have biking time. That's a cool recess. Um, I didn't have that. So I think that's amazing. Um, they also like have tons of access to sport equipment that they can use um, during their recess time or their outside time. So Daniel was like biking with them. Um, it's just so many cool things. It, it was fantastic. Like I so see why they won. I think it's so great. Um, and it's just like a really fun day, right? So not as fun for me as yesterday, but there were a lot of really great moments of today. Um, a little excited to see what happens tomorrow because we are on such a high this week, um, which is so much amazing royal content. So stay tuned for tomorrow. Until then, please check out the Instagram, The Daily Royal, um, where you can see all the pictures from the whole week of events. Um, and with that, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Until then, have a great rest of your day. Bye.